What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Keith, and I'm here with another episode of the Sports Ethos NBA DFS Today podcast. Sorry for the pause there. But I am excited, man. I am here to join you. This is obviously a Saturday slate we're going to go over here. It is just a five-game Saturday slate, so we do have some opportunity here to dig in. Got some interesting uh, injury stuff to monitor here and uh, some interesting plays that we can go ahead and just kind of lock in early, I think. Or at least look at heavily early. Uh, you always want to stay up to you know speed here, up to tip, and see where the injury news lies and where the different rotations lie. Speaking of which, you can go ahead and get the DFS pass at sportsethos.com, and we'll help you along with that. It's super cheap right now. Sportsethos.com, get that DFS pass. Come join us. We only got a little bit of season left. Why not try it out? And then you'll get it all next season as well uh, because you'll love it so much. So there you go. Let's talk about these games, though. Um, no particular order here, just kind of the order I have them down here. Houston and San Antonio, this is probably the one that I have the most interest in. Uh, oh, sorry. Let's go ahead and do the injury news first. So this is why I have the interest in this game here. So let's talk about San Antonio Spurs. We have Kelton Johnson as doubtful with a foot injury. Devin Vassell is going to be out to manage that knee injury he's been dealing with. And Malachi Brenham is questionable with a back injury. And Doug McDermott is out with a thumb injury. All on the Spurs. So they're doing an incredible tank job. Hats off to you, Wimbanyama. Sleepstakes winners, uh, you are trying your darndest, and I hope, you, uh, hope it works out for you. On the uh, Detroit Pistons, we have Bojan Bogdanovic out with an Achilles injury, which is obviously big news. Got a lot of interest there. And Alec Burks, this is another big one, out with a foot injury. So a couple of backcourt guys, well, Bojan's more of a swing guy, but you know what I mean. Uh, backcourt guys to look at over there in Detroit. And then I've got Ty Ty Washington is questionable here, also with an illness. He's been getting minutes, or uh, he was before the last game, 25, 28 minutes or so. Uh, he's not going to get that because he, well, he might get that. He's questionable, so we have to keep, keep an eye on that one. So anyways, let's talk about this now. So Houston and San Antonio uh, Spurs, we do have, I think, uh, no, no spread for that one yet. No total for that one either. Uh, but it's going to be an interesting one. A lot, of, uh, a lot of bodies down, a lot of people out. Um, interested to see, you know, especially how the Spurs handle it with all these people down. I think you definitely have to hit, have some Zach Collins exposure in your lineup there at 6,400. Uh, guys have been crushing it all, se- you know, all season since Jakob Bertel's been traded. And now he has no Kelton Johnson or Devin Vassell to take away uh, any shots from him. So I think it's a very uh, – I mean, it's got to be a lock for me. I think it's got to be a lock. Um, I do believe he also qualifies as power forward and center. Let me just double-check that. Um, no, he's only a center. So he is just one of your center guys. So that is a little bit of a bummer there. Locks up that position uh, or your, your utility spot. But still, I think he's definitely a lock for me. Jeremy Sohan, 5,400. This is going to be a lock for many people as well. I think he's basically a lock for me also. Just had a huge game in the last one. Uh, 47 DK points, I think it was. And there's no reason to believe he can't do the same thing with, uh, you know, bodies out and them needing somebody to step up here to try to win these basketball games. I guess, lose them in style. <laughs> They're trying to keep it close, but still lose. Uh, and it's the Houston Rockets are playing. Uh, this is a tankathon game. Oh, man, it's going to be so wonky. There's going to be some really incredible value here. Someone that, like, 3,000 is going to go off. I don't know who it is. I don't have anybody on my list there at 3,000, but somebody's going to go crazy. It's going to be it's gonna be nuts. Anyways, um, so I do like some Jeremy Sohan there, like some Zach Collins. And then I think another guy here that's a very heavy look for me at this point is Devontae Graham. At 4,500. I know Trey Jones is back. Seems like he may still be on a minutes limit, though. He had 21 minutes in the last game, first game back from injury. 
Um, not sure if he gets a full complement of minutes here. If he does, we get news of that before tip, then I, I'd probably be off of Devontae Graham. But as it stands, I think that they're going to play Devontae Graham minutes. I mean, I think they're in, in, incentivized to. I think they want to lose these basketball games. So got 32 minutes in that last one, shot 10 shots, 5 of 10 from three, all threes, 5 of 10 from threes, um, 3 of 3 from the line. So he must have got fouled on a three-pointer, too. This is just insanity. Anyways, uh, 18 points, 4 assists, 6 rebounds, 1 steal, 35 DK points. That's just incredible at 4-4. Four, four. This is Price last one. Now he's 4-5, jumped up a little bit. Um, you know, obviously good shooting game from him that one. I think it's easy to fade him if you think his ownership's gonna be higher than, than what it should be. Even on off games though, he's still getting you know twenty two to twenty four DK points. I think that's that's fine at that price tag, especially on a five game slate. You gotta kinda have some uh, value guys that you can count on that have very decent floor. So do have some interest there in Devontae Graham. Uh obviously keep your eye on Malachi Branham as well. Because Malachi is playing, that might take away some minutes from, from uh, Devontae as well. So, uh, but if Malachi is out, and we know that Trey Jones is on that minutes limit, then yeah, he's a, he's a definitely a green a go go play out for sure. Uh, okay, on the other side of the ball, the only rocket I really have interest in at this point in time is Jalen Green. And uh, just from the just from initial looks, I think there are some other people I'll probably look at a little heavier more heavily. Uh, KG Martin, someone I've been rostering a lot recently, he could be a good play as well. But for me, um, you know, you got Jalen Green at 6,200. Kevin Porter is going to be playing in this one, which is another interesting name to monitor. It looks like he might be on a bit of a minutes limit as well, for just working his way back. But still, I think uh, Jalen Green's the way to go here. You saw what he did down the stretch, I think, last season. He had a pretty good... Uh, Stretch right at the end of the season. I like for him to put, uh, turn on the Jets again here and get up a bunch of shots. That's what I'd be hoping for. Uh, 18 shots in the last game, which is a decent amount. I'd like him to take a few more there at 6,200. But hey, it's a five game slate. Can't be too choosy. I still think it's a decent price tag there for him. And I'm just looking at these other names here on <laughs> Houston. Oh, it's just ugly over there. It's not 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 kind. It's not good. Um, Deshaun Tate is out, so you know KJ Martin again. That'd be a guy I look at there. Tari Eason, I know, man. This is maybe a GPP play. I'd look at it forty three hundred. Ben getting min decent minutes. Yeah, yeah. He's got to definitely be on my list. Also, I'm just gonna add. There you go. Live, live look at how I go ahead and add these things. Um, but yeah, I think. He, I think Tari Eason, you know, obviously the permanent upside's there. The question's always going to be, you know, how many minutes is he going to get? Houston's not really down bodies right now, so that's what makes me a little wary of him. Um, but he did get 25 minutes in the last game. Uh, Might have got a few extra minutes because of the blowout. So that's something to be wary of. But man, that permanent upside is just hard to ignore. So maybe a GPP only play. Okay, let's move on, though, to Detroit and Cleveland. And for that one, uh, we do have a spread. We have a 14-point spread in favor of Cleveland. So that's an interesting one. Uh, no game total just yet. Sorry about that. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about Detroit. Um, so Detroit side of the basketball, um, I'm going to tell you guys right now, I think Jaden Ivey might be my favorite play on the slate. Um, no Bojan Bogdanovic. I know that's 
people are going to gravitate towards Hamadou Diallo at 4,500. I think that's fine. I, I'm a, I'm more wary than the average DFS player probably of, of Diallo because of the way that he scores his points, which is almost exclusively by driving the basketball. Just not a jump shooter. I'm much more into Jaden Ivey. And I think, you know, at this point in the season, we are pretty much squarely in, in silly season already. 5,700 for Jaden Ivey. He's the young guy at the team. He needs to get shots up for, for them, them to improve. They're sitting Bojan here with probably not a very serious injury. This screams to me a Jaden Ivey special where he's going to get 25 shots, something like that, something crazy like that. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's a big swing and I'm going to miss. But I, I think it's going to be a good a good Jaden Ivey game. I'm trying to look here to see his most shots in the, on the season here. I see 21. We'll say 18 to 21 shots. I think that's what we're looking at here as a realistic uh, shot attempts here for Jaden Ivey. If he exceeds that, obviously, absolute goal at 5,700. But, but yeah, I do like him here. Uh, Killian Hayes, I think you can look at him. I don't, don't want to play him. Uh, against a really good defense, 5,300. I think the points aren't going to be there. The points aren't there. I think that the floor is just too low for me at 5,300. I think there's other options that you can go with. So not my favorite play. And I did mention how I do Diallo. I'm, I'm fading him. I think he's a fine play, but I'm fading him. Uh, the guy that I do have some interest in that's uh, kind of popping out to me here is Isaiah Livers at 3,500. I think he's against going to be definitely overlooked without uh, Bojan in, though. He is probable right now, Isaiah Livers is. He could get upwards of 29 minutes, which he got on uh, the 25th of February, which I believe was also a game where Bojan missed. So he's the guy to keep your eye on. Another guy I'm going to throw out there is kind of a GPP dart throw. Not sure what's going on. And not, not sure what's going to happen with him, but he'll get minutes is uh, Corey Joseph at 3,200. No Alec Burks, no backup uh, point guard. He should play the backup point guard here. Uh, behind Killian Hayes. And if Hayes gets in foul trouble, Hayes gets ejected for fighting somebody. Whatever happens, uh, Corey Joseph will be there to, to pick up the slack. And uh can't say I'm super excited to, to roster him, but uh, the minutes are there. 28 minutes, 25 minutes in the last two. Um, 18 DK points in the last one. 3,200 price tag. I mean, that's fine. It's a fine return. Really not a big permanent guy, but the price is right. So I do think Corey Joseph has to be on your radar for GPPs for sure. Uh, Minnesota and Sacramento. I think it's going to be a really fun game. I say that much. Uh, let me see. Do I have a spread yet? Um, I do not. I have. I would have to imagine. Hmm, it's curious. I'm, guess the spread here. If I had to guess, I would say Sacramento is, is, is favored. Either than play yesterday, right? I don't think so. Um, I think Sacramento, I'm going to say Sacramento minus one. We'll see how that, we'll see what that opens up. Uh, if I'm right, you, y'all owe me something, something. Uh, anyways, Minnesota and Sacramento. Um, yes, I should have some interest in this game. Theoretically. Can't say I'm super interested in Sabonis or De'Aaron Fox. I think Darren Fox actually de okay played now. I'm thinking a little bit more about it. Um, probably a good GPP pivot there because I think a lot of people are going to go with my guy here who I've got on my list, which is, which is Anthony Edwards at 9,400. 
Um, you know, no towns. I think it, it things are very clear um, that the wolves have a, a pretty special guy here in Anthony Edwards. Um, struggled in the last two games, so hopefully some people will be off of him. This is going to be a high octane game. I'm expecting this game total to be pretty high. I mean, in the two thirties, two forties, and I don't know. Let's play. I guess the game total two thirty eight. That's my guess. Two thirty eight. So minus one uh, towards the Kings and two thirty eight. Let's see how let's see how I do there. Um, but no, I think uh, you know I think Anthony Edwards is a very solid play there at ninety four hundred. You know, compared to the other guys that are priced up there, I think he's a safe play. I think a lot of people will probably be on him. So I'm not like suggesting him heavily in GPPs. Um, but I do think that he's somebody that you can look for look towards in all formats for sure. Yeah, my other uh, my other thing here to see if I have any. Have any, uh, let me see here, curious. Oh, nope. No sites have uh, this, the spread or the game total yet. Bummer. Okay, so moving on, though, let's talk a little bit more about this game here. Uh, on the other side of the ball, on the Kings, as I said, I don't really have interest much in Darren Fox and, and uh, Tomas Monos, but I do have interest here in Kevin Horder at 4,900. Um, this, this smells like a good Kevin Horder game to me. I know he just had a very decent game here, so maybe it feels a little bit like chasing, but I do think this is a very decent game here for Kevin Horder. He, uh, is a guy that gets threes up in transition. And there should be some sloppy play here to get him some open threes in transition. There should be some up and down play that's going to benefit him, uh, when it comes to that. So those are my top two plays in this game. I'm not really... As interested in this game as you would guess. You play some of these other guys. I think, you know, Harrison Barnes, Kyle, uh, Keegan Murray. No one else is really jumping out to me, though. Those are the only two guys that really jump out to me. All right, Anthony Edwards and Kevin Order. Same kind of situation here in Atlanta and Miami. Uh, nobody's jumping off the page at me here. I'm not, like, super into any of these guys. I think this is a must-win for both these teams. So I think, you know... If you want save value in a cash game, I think playing any of these stars is fine. Trey on Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo. I think Jimmy Butler, 8,900, is the guy that, that kind of jumps out to me the most. He's not a guy I'm like super like going to bend over backwards get him to hide up. No, he's not that guy. But at the same time, I do think he is a uh, a very decent player. So... Don't go out of your way to get a big lineup, but I think if you have the money there to get a star, he is a guy you definitely need to look at. Everyone else, um, pricing's just not. I mean, John Collins at 4,500 always intrigues me. He's been that, though, for a while, though, and hasn't proven that he's got the usage to do anything like that. So, yeah, that's it. Uh, last one here, we've got Milwaukee and Philadelphia, which will be a good game. Currently, the Bucks are favored by five and a half points. Suppose I can see that Giannis is going to play and all that. Um, another game where I just feel like you know both teams are healthy, pricing's up. I just not. I don't even have the stars really circled in this one. Not not for me. I think if you do play the stars, Giannis, uh, Embiid, if you can fit them in your lineups, good good for you. Go for it. I mean, I think feel feel like they're safe. Uh, hard and more risky, obviously, but I feel like he's still relatively safe. Uh, Holiday 8700 just feels 
I'm just not going to do that. I, I, I don't know. Maybe he explodes. I'm going to play an idiot. But um, Philadelphia is a, a very good defensive team on the perimeter. I've said this a hundred times on this podcast at this point. So, yeah, I'm just not into that. Uh, not into Drew Holiday. One guy I do have on my list here, which is a very big question mark. I think this is a very shot in the dark uh, type TPP play. But on the uh, Milwaukee Bucks, I was looking at their their roster here. And obviously you got Brooke Lopez starting and you've got um, Bobby Portis coming off the bench behind them for the center position. And Giannis will slide to center too at, at times. But I think, you know, if you want to play the game where you're trying to guess that DM and B gets the opposing center into foul trouble, which of these guys do you go to? I mean, yeah, Giannis is he's, he's too pressed up. It's not that's not that play won't work. It doesn't make sense. Bobby Porras is more expensive than the starting center. So that doesn't make sense. I'm uh, biting my tongue here. And I'm just going to mention Myers Leonard. Uh, yeah, the guy that uh, doesn't know how to have proper decorum and, and uses terrible language. They just signed. I feel like they signed him for a reason, right? They need a big body. If they were going to use a big body and be in a game like this, minutes aren't inspiring. He's gotten, what, five minutes in the last one, two minutes, five minutes. 15, it looks like, maybe in the first game there. That's a little interesting. But in the past, he is a guy that has shown uh, to have permanent upside. And if you play the game where you think Joel Embiid's going to go monster, you play Joel Embiid, first, first and foremost. And, you know, he's taking advantage of Rick Lopez, and he's taking advantage of yada, 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 getting him in foul trouble. I think Myers Leonard, he could scratch at 15-minute, 10 to 15-minute mark. And he's uh, absolute lowest price in 2000. So, again, shot in the dark. Just have a feeling. Just look at this roster, trying to game script for what would happen in a disaster for the Bucks at the center position. So, there you go. Thrive Fantasy, I'm going to mention Thrive Fantasy. Go sign up at thrivefantasy.com and use promo code ETHOS to get your first deposit match up to 250 bucks. I am going to also say that I don't like any plays on Thrive Fantasy for this slate. I'm not probably going to play this slate. I'm just going to be candid. It's not going to do it. But I don't want to leave you guys empty-handed. I do have a wager pass play for you guys here that's already open, already available. I have Jaden Ivey over 16.5 points on DraftKings. That's at minus 115. So 1.15 units to win one unit. Again, uh, mentioned it already. I think he's going to get a lot of shots. I think it's going to be one of those show, showcase games or one of those games where they're like, hey, Rook, let's see what you can do. Going down the stretch of this NBA season, no uh, no alpha there, no Bojan there. Well, no alpha there, no Kate Cunningham. What's this first off, first and foremost, that. No beta in, uh, in Bojan. So let's see if you can be that third guy. See how, see your chops here. I think that's uh, I think that's what's gonna what's gonna happen. So uh, I'm gonna be looking at also to you know some inflated lines here, like in the dial up those lines, ladder up those lines. Um, and do it with Jaden Ivey, see what his 20 points per game points looks like. Maybe we're getting get like a plus 210 or something on that. See what 25 points looks like. Maybe we get a plus you know 700 on that. That'd be nice. So I think Jaden Ivey's over 16.5 points is too low. Go lock it in. That's going to do it for us, guys. That's going to do it for me. I am Keith Cork. You can find me on Twitter at, at BSBP Keith. 
And wherever you're listening to the show, please do like and subscribe. Leave us a review. Let us know how we're doing. We'd love to hear from you. That's it. Until next time, go get that money.